Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast, and I'm your co-host, John Alexander Reese. And I'm your co-host, Andrea Carter. And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. So, Andrea, how's it going today? It is going fine today. I'm just, I'm loving this week. It's just... (laughs) Yeah. It's almost fall. The cold weather's almost here. Yeah. We're starting to break out the coats. And yeah. Yeah. Well, my house is... Putting on socks and everything, you know. Oh, Find those yeah. long sleeve shirts and sweaters, you know, that you buried away. Yeah. You know, it's an exciting week. But yeah. also, um, a lot of people are kicking butt this week. Can yeah. I say that on the air? Yeah, you can say that. Okay. I just want... <laughs> You never know what you can say on the air, yeah, uh, but I'm that's just, true. just there's a lot of Ukraine's kicking Russia's butt. The president is kicking everybody else's butt. Yeah, while, you know, surveying Puerto Rico and Florida today. Yeah, uh, our new, our newest justice on the Supreme Court, she is sitting down, taking names and taking no prisoners. Um, mm. She is showing why. She is a constitutional, not only lawyer, but a judge. Right. Um, she does her homework. She asks some interesting questions. And she is questioning and giving her colleague, her conservative colleagues, a run for the money on the law. Mm. Not speculative, not theory, but on the law. Wow. And I think that's something that we have not seen in a long time on the Supreme Court where people are arguing actual the law and the merit of the law, not a theory, not a speculative, not a concept, but the law and what the intent of the law was from the beginning and what it means now for the future. The judges heard two two cases, Monday and Tuesday, and um, she basically showed everyone why she is in the position that she's in. Yeah, and um, she's come out swinging. So you know, it's been an interesting week. Ukraine, like I said, is kicking Russia's butt, but that's for another conversation, another day. But go Ukraine. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the other chocolate news th- that we have today is one: Will Smith. The um, they have announced when um, the release date for Will Smith's film um, em- Emancipate. Yeah. Emancipation, yeah. Thank you. I cannot yeah. see. No, you're good. <laughs> Emancipation, which his photograph, he looks a little stern, almost reminds me of his look he had from the movie Legend. You know, if you look at the, mm. you know, there's everything, there's smoke up in the distance and everything else. But anyway. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I actually, I actually have a premise of the film right here, and we'll just we'll say this right here. After being whipped nearly to death, an enslaved person named Peter escapes from a Louisiana plantation, outwitting cold-blooded hunters as he makes his way up north, where he joins the Union Army. So that's definitely an interesting synopsis. You know what? I did not know because I didn't really read what the 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 movie was about. Mm-hmm. Just seeing emancipation, I was putting giving it a more contemporary view. Gotcha. Of that word, not going back to slavery and you know fighting, screaming, and kicking 
Yeah. Room. Yeah. Okay. So, well, it, it's in anticipation. It's probably coming out. Well, it's supposed to be. Well, it already screened um, for the NAACP in Washington, D.C. a couple days ago. So it's so it's already screened there. I haven't heard any uh, uh, reviews, but it's supposed to be coming out on December second for one week in theaters, and then it's supposed to premiere one week later on Apple TV Plus. And also, Apple TV Plus paid. How do you how how much do you think Apple TV Plus paid for the distribution rights for this film? Just take Normal. a shot in the dark. Normally, it's like what ten, twelve million. Yeah, you normally, but. Apple with their iPhone money paid a hundred and thirty million dollars. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I am serious. They outbid Warner Brothers, MGM, Lionsgate, Universal, all of them. 130 million to release this film? Yes. They think it's gonna be that big. They think it's well, they think it's gonna be that big. They think it's gonna be awards darling. Well, I would say I would say I agree with that, you know, before the slap heard around the world, but yeah, but you, but you know what? Okay, I'm gonna say this: it probably will have a decent showing. Yeah, but I don't think it's gonna have a decent showing on December second after what I the trailer I saw today. Yeah, what I was telling you about Violet Night. Yeah, where Santa is a, is a punch hitting, stabbing superhero esque Santa. Yeah, um, I think Santa might kick emancipation's butt um, <laughs> i mean from what i saw from the, tra the trailer let's just say that the santa that we all know and love that's not the santa that's going to be on the screen on december 2nd yeah <laughs> trust me and i and i think more kids will go see santa yeah they will yeah. but you know we we have to support our brother yeah of course i'll be I'll be watching. I'll be watching this on Apple TV Plus. I will be watching it, but well, I think I, more people will probably watch it on Apple than on um, on the screen. Right. Um, but you know, it's. I will say this: Will Smith, he can act. Yes, he can. So if this is going to be award winning, this just means he's not going to get it. He's not going to yeah. get an award. No. Unfortunately, he has. Um, well, he hurt himself with that, even though it may be one of the best roles he's ever done. Yeah. But but we will see. I, yeah. I will, if we get to screen it early, we'll screen it early and talk about it. Yeah. But anyway, the, another actor, um, which I'm, I have to say, I shouldn't say actor, comedian. Right. Trevor Noah, um, who I'm very happy to say I've seen him in concert. He's very funny. Has announced that he's leaving the Daily Show, and I, I just think that it wounds me that he's going to leave this show after seven years. But I, I, I think he he has currently made it his show and not taking over the John Stewart show. Right. Um, he he turned it into his own and his insight into what's happening around the world, especially here in America, has been fantastic. He has such great insight. He, I think the fact that he's not American, but South African. Right. He has, he sees the world from a different perspective that we don't, I think uh, as black Americans, we understand 
but not in the way, but we don't have his understanding of what it means to live in a black, white world mm. from a South African perspective. Because they th- did things a little differently over there when he was growing up. Right. Um, and even though, and um, he has come over to America and he's, you know, found success. I, I think that um, going forward, he sells out his shows. He's going to do some specials. Um, but I think he'll only be seen as a political pundit and that he'll be not that far away from commenting on the world. Right. I think he's going to end up not like Dave Chappelle, but like Dave Chappelle. You know, mm-hmm. that guy that's known for honing in on what and telling the truth. Yeah. And I think that that evolution of him as a comedian, as a um, as an observer of the world, we're going to see that. And, yeah. you know, and he's a creative type so that, you know, they always have to evolve and move on and not feel stagnant. And right. And I think probably doing that show for seven years, he probably feels stagnant. It's time to go. Yeah. So it's sad, but I ain't mad at him. But um, um, but also, you know, he um, I heard his book that he wrote. That's um, that's getting a film adaptation. So that should be something to look forward to also. Oh, I forgot about his book. Yeah, because he grew up in, you know, South Africa, and obviously he grew up during apartheid. So that should definitely be an interesting, because his father's white and his mother's black. So that should definitely be an interesting story to uh, see whenever that film gets made, because Lupita Nyong'o is already attached. She's going to play his mother. So it should be a good film to look out for. Oh, that is going to be interesting to watch and say. And then also, finally... I, I don't know whether to laugh or cry or uh, laugh. A little bit of both, I guess. Um, <laughs> the Reds, um, after a six-game losing streak, well, they, they've been losing a lot, but after this latest six-game losing streak, they avoided losing their 100th game of the season. Yes. Um, they are 61-101. to 101. Oh, no, that was 82. Um they're right now sixty-one to ninety-nine. Yeah. Um, and they still they, they don't have any more to play, do they? Um, well, done? I I mean, I was gonna I was gonna wait till you're done because this is um, it's really funny. Um, <laughs> they lost today, didn't? They? Um, well, they're about to because oh. they're playing they're playing the Cubs, and guess what the score is right now? Zero to zero. No. No. <laughs> what is it, 10 to 20 to 0? Well, you know, you're not far off. 15 to 2. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay. So they are going to make their 100th game lose. Yeah, so. Um, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say this. As, need... a, as a Reds fan, I, I can no longer say diehard Reds fan. Yeah. But as a Reds fan... It is a shame to see what this team is going through. They haven't found their rhythm. There's something missing from there because they got great guys on the team. Yeah. They have talented. I sat and watched a game. Right. They got talented guys. They can hit. They can throw. They can do. They have everything right. But that secret ingredient that takes them to be a winning team from a losing team, they ain't got it. Mm-hmm. So their chef, so to speak, 
right. or manager mm-hmm. is not doing them any service. There, there, there's something missing in the mix that makes them a great team. And they yeah. can be a great team. They just, because if you have the players, you got to play. But then again, the, the, they say also, you get what you pay for. Yeah. And the Castellinis, they, yeah, you get what you pay for. Yeah, true. So um, they got a stadium that they can barely fill. Um, the only time it gets filled is if they're playing an exciting team. And, you know, it, it's it's kind of sad when you can't even fill a stadium. Yeah. On, um, and we're no longer a mediocre team. We're just bad. Yeah. Um, and when, but, but even when you hit bottom, you, eventually you have to rise to the top. And I'm hoping their pitching is, their pitching team is fantastic. The day I went and saw a game that they, they, they did a shutout, um, a shutout. The other team could not get a get a hit whatsoever, and even if they did get a hit, it, it was caught. So um, they could not. They the town the pitching is fantastic, the batting is good. I, I think there there's a there's an energy chemistry issue with the team that's doing a cycle is messing with their heads, right? And is not bringing them together, and that's from management on down to coaching because it's not the talent. I don't care how how low you are on the totem pole. If you can hit and you can play, you can step up to the plate and do something. But at some point you got to look at something. Right. And you got a young team that's showing promise. But who knows what else. So, but that is the the sad chocolate news of the day. But other than that, it's been an exciting week. So. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, okay. but, but all I can say is next year for the Reds. Yeah, I'm next hoping, year. I'm hoping they go to the World Series next year. They can turn this around. We just have to, they just need the right juju. There's always next year. Yep. Yes. Okay, well, thank you for all that chocolate news, Andrea. And uh, let me introduce our special guest for this show, uh, Billy Mays, co-founder of United We Stand Cincinnati. How's it going, Billy? Hi there. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, no problem at all. There's supposed to be a rally event. Uh, Is it this weekend? Yeah, so we're going to have an event down at Fountain Square this Saturday, October 8th. Um, it'll be 11 to 1, more of a honking way type of um, awareness event, kind of to motivate people, engage with people that are there, um, because we have these critical midterms coming up very soon. Um, with early voting starting next week, uh, it's actually a great time, and it's a national uh, movement, so it's like 630 cities are having some type of event on Saturday that focuses around women's rights, abortion rights, reproductive rights, um, because, you know, we have all this stuff on the line and we just really want people to get involved and know how important that is. I would say, what is what is the motivating factor for this year um, for women in your mind, Billy? Well, I mean, we, we do hope that it is the fact that um, the Supreme Court uh, did overturn Roe, Roe v. Wade. I mean, even people that would, you know, not not ever think, oh, I'm, I'm never going to have to factor in abortion or consider that. It's so much more than that, you know, because we know once they start taking away rights of people and there's many, 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 many different issues in front of the Supreme Court still 
um, that are going to come up soon. And, you know, we don't want to continue this. We don't want to continue with them taking us backwards. What, but what do you think of the fact that um, a, Ohio is seeing a record number of women registered to vote or making sure they are registered to vote this year? Uh, it makes me very happy to see. I mean, it's it's really important. Um, I, I, I'm i really anxious going into this midterms again, you know, just because we have saw all that happen, um, you know, this past year. And and to know what is at stake, I hope people know what is at stake. That That is what I'll say. Well, I know women were upset when Biden was elected. Yeah. They voted against their interests. Um, a lot of women voted against their interests for the other guy. And, you know, why do women vote against their interests when they should have kept their eye on the ball to what could happen? And then when it finally did, now everyone has woke up and like, oh, we didn't want this, but it's, yeah. it's too late now. It, but- it is late. Yeah. And, and you know, to be really honest about it, I mean, it with Trump and all of that, I mean, it's, it's white women that, that uphold all of that. And, and, you know, I hope that because people's like, oh, we will never see Roe v. Wade overturn. We will never see this happen. Well, ne- so hopefully that they're seeing like, oh, okay, this is happening. This this is reality. I, I mean, we can hope. I, I really do. You know, I've been kind of writing postcards and stuff, trying to get involved with local campaigns. We have a month to go. A little, you know, about a month to go. Oh, it's just dire. It's dire. And I, I know we say that every election, but I really believe this midterm is is probably one of the most important. Uh, that we've had re- any time in the recent years. I, I would say that I know it's dire and democracy's on the line. And, you know, you're seeing the Republicans step up. On the one hand, you're hearing one media report saying the Dems are scared and they're doing this and the Republicans are stepping up and doing this. And But I'm seeing that people are angry. Yeah. They're tired of the lack of governing from specific political leaders mm-hmm. there, uh, you know, but then again, you have the diehards who believe the big lie. And yeah. um, I mean, how do you counter that? How do you, you know, how do people get so entrenched in believing that when it's not true? Yeah, I mean, the, the wave of, of disinformation, especially the past few years has, has been probably more than we've seen. I mean, I know that kind of started with all the, the Trump stuff in 2016. You know, I don't know that we'll we'll ever get to everybody, right? I mean, some people are keep their head in the sand. They don't want to be involved. They don't think politics affects them. But, you know, in all honesty, we know that politics affects all of us. Um, so I just, you know, I keep talking to people. I keep, you know, I my daughter has a boyfriend that just registered to vote. So, you know, there's people that just have never done it for whatever reason. They've just never been involved in, in the process. And it's so important because if if it wasn't important, right, they wouldn't be trying to fight to take away voting rights next. If it wasn't important for people to get involved, they wouldn't be trying to pretty much oppress everybody even more, you know, like I said, it's just slowly chipping away at all the progress that's been made. I hope people see that. We hope people see that. Well, I mean, um, what do you suggest people do to join you on Saturday? Are yeah. you, um, what, what is the location and what do you want people to do on Saturday? Yeah. Free event, like I said, 11 to 1, Fountain Square will be near the um, Vine Street and Fifth Street um, ec- um intersection right there uh we'll have danny with more than a uh, clothing line uh which you know 
is a huge sponsor to, to women's rights and locally, you know, and, and women empowerment. And, you know, what, like I said, it's really just to motivate, engage people, let people know what's going on. Um, I have some different things on voting. We'll have people registering people to vote, have people letting know early voting starts next week. Um, so hopefully it's just a, a good way to engage um, the public and, and bring people together and just kind of motivate them to get more involved because there's a lot to do, as we know. So we hope people just get involved. And the number one thing to do to start to me is to vote. Um, and then everything else, you know, is secondhand to that. So we just hope that it's going into the midterms and it inspires people and we hope to see people out and joining us on Saturday. So it's not it's not for any particular. I just want to make this clear. It's not for any particular candidate or issue I've, or levy or anything like that. It's just inspiring people vote for what is important to you and just get out and check that box on the ballot yeah, box. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see it's a women's rights, reproductive rights um, uh, theme. But absolutely. Yes. I mean, they're the general public. You know, that's it. There's a lot of good conversations that come from that when you're out just doing this and, you know, you're not there for just a candidate or just for a party. You want to talk to people and a lot of people don't understand. So to have that conversation is kind of a starting point to hopefully some change. All right. Well, thank you, Billy, for joining us today. Thank you all so much, John. OK, well, yeah, thanks, Billy, for um, coming on the uh, podcast and um, telling us about this uh, event that's going on this weekend. Greatly appreciate it. Okay, well, everyone, that's it for today's show. I want to thank you, Andrea, for talking about the chocolate news this week. Well, you know, it's an exciting week when you have news kicking butt and taking names and you you just need popcorn to watch it. So I will yeah. keep on watching. And you can find more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thecincinnatiherald.com, the Sesh newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast is on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. In addition, the Cincinnati Herald is now looking for news distribution and delivery agents. Please contact our publisher, Walter White, at 513-680-7076 for more information. Mm -hmm. I'm John Alexander Reese. And I'm Andrea Carter. And have a good day.